room for an argument? You better believe it is. If it's a fight you're looking for, you've come to the right place. No Run Zone is a podcast where flag football's discussion points are discussed, using the Socratic dialogue to settle differences, or just a good old dust-up. Choose your weapons. Hello everyone, welcome to First and Fifteen podcast. We actually have some real live flag football to report on coming up this weekend unfortunately for the uk it's not in the uk fortunately for denmark it is in copenhagen um i've got with me the tournament organizer now here we go here we go i'm going to do it Kleis shervin talman how did i do Kleis? Uh, quite well yeah yeah and i'm actually bad. just co-organizer it's uh, martin anderson who is course, the main martin. responsible martin's there yeah so sportsmonda six is this um, this weekend, September 12th and 13th in Copenhagen. Um, yeah, do you want to give us a bit of a background uh, uh, to the tournament and what's, uh, what we can expect? Oh, yeah. It's um, oh, due to some corona stuff. It's uh, <laughs> not as strong as tournament as uh, it was supposed to, but it's a tournament split in two. So the elite division, if you have listened to the Joe and Jules podcast, you will have six teams in the division, all in their top nine of teams in Europe. It says a little bit of the level. Wow. And it's only missing Klosterberg, Indians, uh, Sphinx from Austria and France. And then we had a last minute uh, cancellation by uh, Sol Gold Diggers, uh, the SGD. Wow. So, so yes, it's going to be, yeah, it's a bit of a European championship then. Um, I guess, and I, I think this is the first one because the Champions Bowl got cancelled, didn't it? So is this the first kind of international tournament um, for a very long time? Is yeah, that I think it's like New Year probably was the last one. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's been, it's been a while. That has been a while. Um, and you, I, I, you recently had to have a bit of a, a change of venue, didn't you? With, with the, I mean, obviously... Uh, your lockdown as uh, as as a little bit more advanced now is that you had to had to move the the the, the staging of it, didn't you? Yeah, um, luckily for me, actually, uh, we moved from the center of Copenhagen, the place where the Northern European Championship was played uh, three years ago. Oh yeah, and I then remember it. then to the um, just north of Copenhagen is still in kind of suburb. Uh, to a place called Birgerol, which is 30 minutes away with the train from the Copenhagen uh, Central Station. And actually well. only this venue is six kilometers away from where I live. So Happy days. <laughs> it makes it more easy for me. Yeah, cycling or driving or, or walking? Uh, uh, it will be cycling and probably mm. with my daughter on the cycle as well. Uh, oh, two-year-old. Wow. Is she going to do the pedaling whilst you sit at the back trying to rest for the game? She is just resting and probably pushing me in the back <laughs> to go faster. <laughs> that, saves, that is her right as well. Any other impacts of the COVID uh, lockdown in, in, in on the tournament? Obviously, because I think uh, I know you initially wanted to have a, a women's section. Is that is that no longer on now that you're not having a women's section? No, unfortunately not. We had... At least half of the teams uh, cancel. Yeah. And 
like the leisure division. We uh, had half of the team were almost Swedish. Now okay. we have one Swedish team in total. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and also the women's division that we had to cancel. And we actually, ah. we thought we could have a women's game until I think f- six hours ago when oh, the no. Danish women's team had to cancel. We had L set up for uh, the two ladies' teams to yeah. play in the Lycia, and then they will end the tournament with a game e- against each other. But wow. uh, unfortunately, yeah. the Danish team had to uh, also withdraw. Yeah, I guess it's a, it's a difficult time, and I think I know I know from the UK we you know we were the Black Widows were keen to come, but I think everyone got a little bit nervous, um, you know, with a lot of changing the rules with lockdown, and um, and I think it just uh, it just became, I suppose if you if it's local it's not such a bad thing, you know, but you know there's a lot of planning goes in if you've got to get on a plane, and uh, so which is the Swedish team that's which is the Swedish team that's coming? There will be a Jutebot Marvels. Okay, oh, Gothenburg. Where... Oh, Gothenburg. Okay, so that's. Yeah. I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say Malmo, but um. Uh, oh. Okay. Fair play. How are they getting there? Are they coming over the bridge or they fly in? Uh, I think they will come in actually by the ferry. Uh, oh. Now. Uh, but they they will drive from Gothenburg uh, Saturday morning. How how far is that? That I've. I'm trying to. That's still quite I've... a trek, isn't it? I, I remember it's, it's only three hours of uh, driving. Only. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, feels... I think like when you are like doing a long distance, then uh, three hours is not that much. But uh, no. Yeah. I, I think in the UK you can ask the Scottish uh, people about <laughs> yes. driving. Yes, yes, yes. We don't mention travel times to Scotland because, uh, yeah, they know they only know only too well what a travel time is. But um, maybe moving on from that. I mean, yeah. I mean, you've got. Uh, I mean, you're a, a an official, as in as in a referee, a player, and uh, and an organizer. I mean, which are you doing all three this weekend? Um, I don't know yet. It depends <laughs> on if I'm going to officiate. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, what's the what's the system? Is it, it what's the system with officiating? Is it is it sort of team self officiating, or do you have? Yeah. Oh right, okay. So teams not playing or officiating. Yeah. So uh, it depends on uh, how the schedule looks out from the team I'm helping this right. weekend because I'm yeah. actually a free agent. So. Oh. I, I haven't played any flag football since last Bolt Monday, where I only played one half. So. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my! You might be blowing after the first five <laughs> five plays. You might be exhausted. I mean, which 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 do you find the most challenging out of those three? <laughs> uh, officiating, organizing, and playing. Which is the most difficult? Uh, this year, now I haven't been officiating, but uh, organizing this tournament, uh, mm. it's because of the COVID. Then uh, yeah. this has been also because there's a lot of restrictions, and yeah. we had to hand in all the guidelines for how to avoid. Uh, having someone getting uh, infected, so trying to make uh, as much as distance and make sure there's only less than hundred participants in one right. playing area. Uh, but not yeah. easy, not easy by no. by any chance. So, uh, but 
as the easy thing about often by organizing is I'm often responsible of making the schedule before and trying yeah. to get some teams in. Uh, getting some teams can also be quite difficult, uh, yeah, especially with the traveling. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. I, I think I think yeah, that was one of the things that put the British teams off is you know all the various restrictions and late cancellations we've had. Um, so. Um, I mean, actually, yeah, I'm just thinking about that. I mean, as, as what, how do the teams feel like when you're playing? I mean, there you are, uh, an actually international standard official. Um, do, do you find that people try and get the revenge on you, or are they nervous about calling a, a penalty on you because you know the rules inside out? Uh, no, I, I, I haven't felt like that when I was playing more actively. That's um, good. But, but perhaps uh, Phil Smith from uh, Sweden had because I, he had one flag thrown against me two years ago, which was quite a shame because it gave uh, the Waldorf their only touchdown on the play afterwards, else oh. they had a fourth and out. That could oh, have been wow. uh, funny to make give uh, Benjamin and uh, the rest of the Wanderers a zero, but uh, he won the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're not bitter though, are you? I mean, that's how long ago was this? <laughs> two, two and a half years ago. <laughs> and you've still not off. forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> but but you, yeah, equally, you're quick to remind me. Yeah, you weren't. So uh, and uh, and uh, uh, actually, talking to Benjamin, congratulations on the uh, to him on the birth of his uh, his and Louise's daughter. And and you've uh, you've you've got child number uh, child number two. one in the in uh, yeah two uh, last week. Fantastic. How does that feel? Uh, right now is, I won't say easy, but uh, <laughs> because I don't have to work the first two weeks, ah, cool. uh, then it's a little bit more relaxing, but uh, there's been some organizing stuff and uh, yes. my wife is not completely satisfied about the amount I have used on flag football. <laughs> I was going to say the timing has been um, pretty poor. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, I guess you can't always plan these things. Um, but, oh. Uh, well, at least you came before they ca- before the um, uh, uh, before the tournament, and not after or during. Um, so, okay, on to yeah. the tournament but, itself. But, but actually, back to the play and official was yes. most difficult. Oh yes, yes. That, that depends a lot on the circumstances. Yes, because the last two years I played was not the most difficult because my team was just clearly better than the others. Okay. But when you play against the players on international level, you have to keep up the mentally and physically. Yes. Yeah. I, I really recall uh, from Sport Manda, especially two years ago, that I just said to my teammates, I only want to play one way because else my level will drop. Yeah, a lot because when you play the highest level, then uh, it's full speed all the time, and especially on defense, you will be challenged on every play, and the quarterbacks can look in all directions, and yeah. the pace is so fast, and that's one of the good thing about being an official. You kind <laughs> of only have to cover some lines, so you know where you're going before each play. Yes. But yeah. you also know that a mistake as an official is more difficult to forgive you afterwards. And uh, I 
remember a situation in Panama uh, where I had a really tough call in a placement game between Brazil and Denmark women. Oh. Where the I call a fourth down just short of uh, the goal line. I think it's the closest yeah. short one I ever called, and the Danish oh, really? goal was furious. It was like fourth and 23 yards or something like that. Oh, no. And, and they, they got 22 and a half yards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will most say like 22.9. <laughs> it was like, it was not more than a hand. Oh, my They were gosh. missing. And Crikey. they were just furious. And I think there was also something from the quarterfinal against Panama. Yeah. Where another Danish official gave Panama a fifth down. Oops. So... They, they were like just seeing like oh again a Danish official like giving uh, advantage away, and the funny part was back home in Denmark I could see in the evening after the games yeah. that I actually made a mistake on a Danish touchdown where a player went out of bounds but I didn't oh, see okay. it on the classic out and up near the yes. end zone. So they were like saying I made a mistake without knowing it was me. So. <laughs> But but oh. yeah, it it was a tough game being on the sideline when they were a little bit furious from the yeah. previous game, and then you have a really tough call where you just know, no matter how it is, yeah, then one team will be uh, angry. Well, and especially with it, yeah, especially with Denmark, because I suppose they know where you live, <laughs> and they probably live just around the corner from you. So yeah, and I had played. Uh, a lot of them uh, doing the league that that year, so that makes it uh, a little bit more difficult. But I didn't hear anything from it when I came back home. There you go. That's okay then. <laughs> but it's also funny. Like I remember when I officiated the Swedish final it was uh, two years ago. Yeah. There was like one guy that was ready to discuss a call with me, and he yeah. was just like looking at me and, no, there's no reason to discuss it. It's Clay's. <laughs> is that means he respects you or is he scared of yeah, you yeah, or... they, they, they ah. just know that okay he knows the rule there's there's no reason to like uh, oh, protest or something they're not going to convince you otherwise fair enough no. <laughs> okay that's, so, uh, that's the, that, that was quite funny to see like the difference between having a name and then just uh, officiating without people know you because that's yeah. where you have earned respect yeah, yeah. from many years of officiating. Fair enough. And then That's even cool. in a foreign country's finals. Yeah. They still know you. Your name, yeah. Yeah. Your name, your name precedes you. Um, so looking looking towards the, the tournament, um, and in there, it does sound like yeah, it's a really elite level of one, actually. It's, uh, so um, um, who are the players? Are there any players that you think, uh, the other, who are the players to watch for this tournament? Uh, I want to start with the lesser division because yeah, in, okay. the lead, in the lead, I could mention like everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in year, I have I have three players I think okay. that could be really interesting to watch. Yeah. Of I know. And uh, actually, we have two Dark Horses teams coming from Jutland, which are not playing in the league system anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, from VFK, which comes from Olbo in the northern uh, Jutland. Yeah. 
uh, I have a like, I want to see uh, Laos Zeflan. Uh, he was really good back then, and VFK has won the Leisure Division two of the last three years. Oh, okay. Um, and actually, he hasn't been the final MVP in the two to one. So uh, I- I'm looking forward to see him again because he had the potential to play on the national team. I was going to ask, yeah, if he's still playing in the lower division. Is he, um, uh, what, what position does he primarily play? He was DB and receiver, as I recall it. But okay. yeah, he haven't been playing in the division since 11, I think. Oh. But they, they're just coming together to play the Sport Monday Bowl. Okay. Okay. So Lau's one. Who's, who, who else we got that's, that you, you're looking forward to seeing? Um, and we have Madsen from Aarhus Frogs. Yeah. Um, and that's a player you cannot overlook. Uh, okay. He, he's at least uh, two meters tall. I don't know what that is in, is in the British uh, Giant, system. I think we'd call them. <laughs> two meters. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to hit. Is, that is huge. I know that. Um, um, I, me... I think when he was in the national camp, he was the tallest guy. Yeah. That's people knowing the Danish national team knows, then you are really tall. Yeah. I think yeah. that's all six foot five for the, uh, for the UK, uh, for the UK audience. That's, that is, <laughs> yes. In any, in any language that is big. Yeah. And he's, uh, deep safety often and, uh, can play both throwing the ball and receiver. Okay. Strong player. Yeah. Okay. And so what, who's your third one? Uh, probably a more recognable uh, name, uh, Mark Ferengno. Oh, yeah. In, Dem- in Denmark, he now plays at Copenhagen Scumbags. But <laughs> I actually don't know which uh, team he will be playing for in this tournament because I saw last year that he also played for the Buttonhugas. Oh. In the what? league. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want to be the quarterback when he's blitzing. Oh, okay. Is that is it, what is he quick? Quick, big, terrifying, or <laughs> all, all of those? Yeah, he's. I think he's six, two or three, and uh, quite fast. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and good at stepping down before the QB. So, like right. the blitz nearly everyone wants to have. Yeah, and yeah. So he's not likely to go... The, the, the QB is not likely to be able to sidestep him easily. Mm. Uh, he breaks down and stays in front of him. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, I guess the, the bigger Q, the bigger blitzers, they do kind of almost... They cover the short routes as well because they're, they're, they're casting such a large shadow over the, the QB the, that they have to go around them rather than... Uh, or over them, so the short stuff in the middle goes away because of that. Yeah, because they can bat the ball, and who knows what happens when the ball is batted. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Abs- yeah, very true. Well, not not good things for the offense, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the elite league, I mean, do you want? Is is there any, like you said? I appreciate what you're saying. If it's <laughs> at that level, it sounds like it's going to be. Yeah, you've got sort of um, ten play all ten players on the field, so. Yeah, um, but but especially the QBs, that's going to be amazing. It's three yeah. national QBs from oh. Denmark, uh, GB, and uh, Germany. So okay. 
Yeah, because uh, a guy called Vince is coming in. I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's. I've, 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 I've not seen him. I've actually never. I don't think I've ever seen him play live, but I've certainly seen him um, 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 uh, on the on the uh, on the streams. And uh, yeah, an incredible player. Yeah, same um, for me. I actually never officiated uh, his teams. Yeah. Because I haven't officiated the GB since uh, Miami, the Wolves oh, in wow. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose that's a, that's a tough one for the that's a tough gig for the line judge of the officials because uh, <laughs> they're going to be they're going to uh, it, uh, it's a lot of uh, there's going to be a lot of bombs going off, uh, and so he's going to be uh, quite tired just chasing those down up and down the sideline. But um, yeah, okay, so those three national QBs that we have, I think, two of the most intelligent QBs in Europe. Okay, uh, I, at least what I heard about the smoke QB, I don't know yeah. his name, but. I just heard, especially how Vince spoke about him in uh, the Joe and Jules podcast. Oh, yeah. And I've seen the results Smokes are putting in. Yes, they are one of the elite teams in, in the UK for sure. Um, I say I haven't, I haven't watched a great deal of uh, men's ball, but um, yeah, I'm aware that the Smoke are, uh, are up there for sure. And then we have also Daniel Masson, uh, probably most famous for his officiating. But uh, oh gosh, yes, he he will also be one of the six elite QBs, and really? he just knows how to make uh, try to make the defense look bad. Yeah, because he he moves so well. I I remember actually blitzing him at one point. Oh, I was not the, uh, the blitzer, but I had to go in on uh, when he got the handoff. Yeah. On a two-point conversion, I think we ended up at the, his five-yard line. Oh wow! Before he managed to run around me, unfortunately, but they missed the two-point at least. <laughs> oh well, there you go. I genuinely didn't know he plays. I've I've seen him plenty he, uh, at uh, uh, officiating at uh, the international tournaments. Uh, um, I don't know why I'm surprised because uh, you know why wouldn't you? He's uh, but I didn't and and he's and he and he's uh, really really good then. Yeah. Like oh. I remember, uh, I think it was the Spanish coach in uh, Israel last year. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, that official when Daniel was officiating. Yeah. He could almost be in the, the national team, like, because wow. he also won Big Bowl two years ago, I think it was. Oh. With his uh, team. Uh, oh, just wow. to tell a bit, little bit about. Yeah, fair enough. Daniel, I'm sorry I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm really sorry. He's going to unfriend me now. Uh, I, I genuinely didn't know that. Wow. And the last QB, Casper uh, Pratt, was winning the Champions Bowl two years ago, and he knows how to set up his players. So those six QBs is like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. If, if we manage to stream on Sunday, then uh, those who want to see how QBs are playing, then... Uh, they just have to look at the elite division. Yeah, crikey, that is, is well. It's certainly going to be uh, the uh, the scoreboards are going to be uh, getting a, a good old workout with that with that amount with the QB firepower on there. Yeah, so, the potential um, should be there, but there's still some defensive players because I also highlighted two. Yes, you don't have to. Um, and then uh, Jerome from uh, the Wanderers. Okay, he's leading that defense, and yeah. I'm really excited to see what they will do against these teams. Yes, it sounds like because, it's going yeah, to be a battle. 
So yeah, uh, because because the offense will just do anything. And then I actually forgot a play on the defense because I cannot the, the two best defensive or actually all round players perhaps in Europe and Nicholas from Armadillos and Silas from Towers. Oh, okay. They're just like you don't want to put the ball around them unless uh, you're on the team with them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be a battle. Um, so I'm going to, who do you reckon, who do you reckon is going to, I won't get you to call the winner maybe, who do you reckon is going to be in the finals of each, um, oh. the elite and the, um, uh, and the, 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 uh, the the lead will be a question who plays Armadillos in the final. Oh, okay. So you the, reckon Armadillos are issuing? That the, the, this is the tournament for Armadillos. They have won it four times, oh, three times, and losing oh. in the final the two other times. Yeah. Um, and they just yeah have been dominating this tournament. Um, okay. And then yeah. They are probably the best in Europe at the moment. Uh, but so who, who do you reckon is going to be there? Uh, it depends on what's with teams uh, or the squad people are bringing because sure. I've, I think Smoke, uh, from what I heard, will have difficulties. But if it's going and I heard some rumors about Rebels, it's not having a all players available. Yeah. So I think it's really a job between Towers, Wanderers, and Button Hoogers to okay. uh, but all five teams or all six teams can beat each other if they uh, play their best. Yeah. So they they have a really nice games in the round robin for the Lesher division. I yeah. have two favorites in Valby Royals who are also the organizing teams. Okay, cool. Uh, and actually leading the second uh, level division in Denmark. Okay, so uh, yeah, they've got and form. Also, yeah, and then the KFB Foxes, uh, which won the tournament two years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and have some really skilled players, but it also depends on who they're bringing. Yeah, I guess I guess that's the thing with the international tournaments, and particularly with the COVID stuff. Um, yeah, if they can't if they can't get the time off, or they're uh, worried about any quarantine uh, issues, or you know, might be they might be unwell themselves. So um, yeah, and, uh, and then there's definitely two dark horses in the perform beforehand mentioned the judges uh, teams in VFK and Old Frogs. So okay. The, the defending champions of uh, Lesia and also the uh, a former Danish champion. Okay. So teams, yeah, you don't have to go easy on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds like the leisure. Div- sounds like the leisure division is is still pretty strong, even though it's uh, uh, yeah, it's meant to be the the, sec- the the level down, but it still sounds like like a really strong, strong, uh, strong competition. Okay, we're we're coming towards the end, but I mean, yeah. So the UK teams remind me who are our UK the UK teams that are, are, are entering button hookers, uh, London Smoke, and then uh, there's a ladies or girls team called uh, Hitches and Goes. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. And who's who, do you know who's on that team then? 
Mm, no, I just know that uh, when someone heard about Wins coming to Copenhagen, yeah, uh, quickly they formed a team. Oh, crikey, Vince has got some pull. <laughs> I, yeah. didn't, uh, I didn't realize he was such a superstar. Okay. Um, so, and what, what do you reckon the UK teams are going to, how do you reckon the UK teams will, UK teams will do? Uh, I think the girls team will have difficulties, but they will be tested uh, in a good way. I think it will be quite similar to, I heard when the country Cougars were playing in the mixed division. Yes. It's yeah. Not, it's not impossible to get a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. yeah, they have to play like uh, the British national team playing the semi-final last yeah. year in the Euros. Perfect. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think, think in the in the UK, I know a lot of the a lot of the a lot of teams have um, uh, the women on their team as well, and I think that certainly helped the the GB team because most of the GB team have played um, either tackle football or. Um, they play in the mixed league uh, up against the guys, and uh, I think a lot of them would would say um, it's 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 helped them go to the next level with the physicality of it and always being tested. Um, so um, I'll be interested to see how that that uh, uh, that they get on. Um, and so yeah, and you know on 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 the on the on the London Smoke, who any who are the two there, who are the two guys that you're looking out for there? Any particular good players? Uh, I'm just looking forward to see actually both London teams play because I haven't seen London Smoke play at all. No. And uh, yeah, Bottom Hoogers I have missed uh, even through they were also as Bottom Monday last year. And they went quite far in the Big Bowl last year where I also were officiating. It's just like uh, I haven't seen uh, Vince playing uh, and how he's leading his team. So I'm really looking forward to see what those two teams brings because, yeah, they were second and third in the GB last year. Yeah. And Bottom Hoogers have won the two previous years, so I'm really looking forward to see what they're bringing. Yeah, it should be it should be good quality. And, yeah, Vince certainly knows his stuff. Whenever I've listened into his play calling and uh, uh, with, with when he's been uh, coaching the women's teams, he's... Uh, uh, is an absolute professor of the game. So, um, you know, if, if he's, uh, uh, and, you know, when we've seen his arm as well. So, um, yeah, that would be great. And, and the fact that um, they're going in, all those teams are going in and uh, again, up against the Armadillos, it'll be really interesting to see how, how we do. But, um, Armadillos, Towers, Rebels, Wanderers, it will be immense. Fif- 15 crazy games in the group states, and then there will be semifinals. <sighs> And then the wow. final, it will be like, yeah, for those liking to uh, watch flag football, yeah, it's probably the best you can get this year. Well, <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> it's the only one. So, yes, but yeah, but, to be fair, you, you're backing it up by getting such a, uh, an absolute uh, stellar um, uh, lineup there. So that's uh, well done on that. I think that's all we've got time for now. But cheers, Kleis. I think... If, if you get chance, we might be able to catch up over the weekend and um, we'll, we'll certainly keep our eye on the, on the Facebook group and that. But um, yeah, maybe if we get a chance, it'll be uh, good to sort of catch up with you. But I appreciate um, you've got a busy a busy weekend being a, a dad, um, yeah. a player, an organiser, potentially a referee. 
Um, so um, if you can squeeze in some time to be a pundit again, that would be great. But, uh, um, well, good luck. Um, congratulations on getting this far <laughs> with the tournament organization. I think I'd have given up uh, a long time ago, but um, it sounds like it's going to be a really exciting uh, weekend of football and um, hopefully catch up with you, if not over the weekend, maybe um, later in the week, next week when you've recovered, if you recover, hopefully. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing you're going to be absolutely uh, 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 shattered by the by the end of it. Uh, thank you. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Indeed. Thanks, Clive. Thanks, everyone, uh, for listening. Um, that's this weekend. Um, this is the Sports Monda 6 Bowl in Copenhagen. Um, on Here on 1st and 15, we will try and get as many of the uh, scores to you and uh, an interview with Kleiss, um, uh sooner or later as a roundup. But, yeah, keep an eye on all the, all the scores and uh, let's see how all those British teams get on. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and Fifteen Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customised sportswear supplies.